Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I've got shows, people, and I want to see you out there. Come on out. Let's have a good time. Let's try and forget about the past two years. Let me give the details, all right, so you can get tickets and make plans. Coming up on January 14th, basically Friday... I'll be in Chicago at the Chicago Theater for one night only. That's January 14th at Chicago Theater, one night only. Then, January 21st and 22nd, I will be in New York City at the Beacon Theater. Who was, who's going to come to New York City? Anyway, next up after that, you can catch me at the Capitol One Hall in Tyson's, Virginia, January 28th and January 29th. All right? So uh, more shows are being added, but just keep checking my website, russellpeters.com, for updates. And now, please enjoy the show. Welcome to this episode of Culturally Kansas, our first one back. Um, what is the show called? Culturally Canceled. Oh, of course I know that because I'm an avid listener. Yes, but I'm like, and you are Russell Brand. Is that Russell, correct? yeah, Russell I'm, Brand. And I'm the good brand. That looks like a vibrator and an inhaler right there, but I think it's. I definitely, oh, I definitely it's wouldn't. It's a microphone. Yeah, okay, no, that's a that's actually a lighter. Oh, <laughs> well, you, so you is will, a vibrator. You in many will ways. set your yes. vagina on fire with that one. <laughs> Um, and sitting in with me today is the lovely, talented, my dear friend and Canadian homie, Caroline Ray. I'm so excited to be in your backyard. That's and uh, and also sitting in with us today is my good friend. Um, how do I describe you, Billy? Virgo. Uh, um, he's a Virgo. He's uh, he he was very important in the uh, party scene in L.A. in the '90s, and uh, now he's also a. Uh, uh, what do you do? It's a party planner. You party planner? Uh, I wouldn't say a party planner, but uh, you know what? He, I will just, I will um, tell you the the dirty look that was given since we're yeah, not actually on camera. The Bill Hammond. That, Bill. When, you, when, when you called him a party planner. Well, listen, I don't know. What, I actually don't know what the fuck Billy does, but Bill Hammond is sitting in with us today. He's uh, kind of a nobody, but he's a really great guy. Uh, <laughs> well, that's Thank like you. saying, and we have Court Chester. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, look at that! Look at you racking those pictures. Jesus. Jesus. Wow. Wow. No, that was pre baby. Yeah, put those away, lady. You're going to hurt somebody. God, we really get. Wow, that is a good picture. Yeah. I hired two people to hold them all night. That's right. <laughs> they were. That was when I was at the Golden Globes. Good night, everybody. Those... <laughs> wow. I Look at it. Bill. I love it. Wow. I love it. Look at your rack. Like, only two comics. You yeah. know what I mean? Everyone else, I'm like, yeah, look at him. Everyone else would be like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, yeah, they look good. Yeah, it is. They look really good. I've sent that picture yeah, <laughs> on occasion. That's, that's a good pick. Like, Jeez. oh, did I mean, I meant to uh, send this to. Uh, no. Was that in Montreal there? Was that. Uh... You know where that is? It's That is where. Um, okay, so 
I was headlining it at Caroline's many years ago, mm-hmm. and I walked backstage, and um, Kim Whitley was backstage mm-hmm. going through my purse, and I was like, hi. And she's like, you left your purse open. Someone's going to go through it. I'm like, clearly, you are going through it. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then um, she and I became friends, mm-hmm. and then I did a pilot. Only because you wanted to get your shit back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did a pilot called Plan B, and she played... It, it, it was the the show was about basically going to a Weight Watchers meeting, and mm-hmm. then you, it explained why I ate the way I ate in flashbacks because I okay. was you know, and, mm-hmm. and she was one of the people in it, and then um, and then she and I got cast together in a movie, The Perfect Man, and that's the premiere. Oh wow! Yeah, the Perfect Man. Who was in that again? Heather Locklear. <clears throat> that's Chris right. Noth. <clears throat> Kim but Kim sure looks good these and days. She's gotten. A, she looks amazing. She's, she's lost yeah. a lot of weight. Yeah, and, she's and, the queen of Weight Watchers. Weight oh, Watchers. she is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Weight Watchers well, yeah. ambassador for like a year and a half. Really? She doesn't talk about okay, it. Okay, why, why? Do we really have to Google me? <laughs> what year was that? It was yesterday. Can we not look at <laughs> Can we not look at... Oh, Hillary oh, Duff. Hillary she was Duff. in that movie. <clears throat> was she the kid? Are we really going to do this? Because I'm going to Google some like things of you in a moment. Just whatever you say, Eddie will Google it. So. All right. Russell's Peter's Peter. <laughs> I, have that Peter's Peter. A, I have that in a file on my phone. I can show you that myself. <laughs> Is it so big that I'm going to have to scroll? No, no. Well, I get cock It's actually so small, you're going to need to magnify it. <laughs> hey, there's Kim. Mm-hmm. Look, she was wearing the Michael Jackson glove. I think the movie's old. She looked like she was going to the G.I. Joe premiere. Oh, and the glove. Wow. Yeah, I just saw that. Hey, this is a horrible... Who is doing this? Eddie, who? Eddie. Eddie. What Eddie. Else? I think How Eddie's a breast man. hands. Good Lord. Okay. Was this pre-Sabrina? Jesus, no, it was after. Stop looking at this picture. I mean, you look great. What are you talking about? I know, but... You need to be you know celebrated. What, you know what the worst thing is when you look at, when you Google pictures yourself now, it'll say like Russell Peters old, Russell Peters young. Yeah, there's that ten year challenge going on right now. Oh yeah, like, I saw that. I'm not doing that. Who does that? I'm not. First People of all, who have had work and and like, first yeah. of all, I'm not going to do it because I know how much fatter I got in ten years. Secondly, I don't need the inter- uh, the government to see uh, drastic comparisons so they have actual footage of me. You know. <laughs> We have a little problem yes. with the government? <laughs> no, but you never know. I mean, why put it out there? <laughs> so when you do movies, <laughs> yeah. you will not be using well, your actual face. Yeah, I'll be like, uh, is CGI a new one on there? Okay, if you stop doing this, I'll tell you any story that you want. Literally any story. All right, Eddie. Any... Eddie, let, let her live, Eddie. Do you like football? <clears throat> no. Okay, I like that about you. I'm not a team sport guy at all. What, you just like one-on-one, like MMA? MMA kind of... and boxing, that's all I do. Oh, that's right. You're a boxer. I boxed, and now I do jujitsu for the past six years now. Wow. No oh, shit's coming on seven now. All right. You know what? I watched yesterday Cobra Kai. I've never watched. You it's know, it's so good. Stop. Put, oh, I thought it was me. Again. Wow. Oh, God. Okay, now we're just distracted. You really are a Libra. You can't focus at all. Over here. I know. Here. Eddie's got the TV going on for no reason. Eddie's trying turn to, it off. He was trying to put the game on. Yeah, fuck you it. You were Eddie. trying to put the game on. Could I feel less important? That, that, that was for Bill, because I don't give a shit about football. You could have 10 football games. I'm like, I don't care about it. So why do you love... Bo- My dad was a, uh, an amateur boxer. He broke his nose five times. Very good at it. <clears throat> I broke mine once, and it just continuously kept breaking. I never <laughs> fixed it. It would just sit in place, and then it would shift. Oh, God. Painful. So it's still broken. But. Okay. So I'm going to talk, because I've, I've been a host, um, too, that I'm going to talk about... Um, the ginormous success of your career and what what is the large because I remember saying to you can I please open for you in South Africa yeah and you were, <laughs> I would let you in a heartbeat um, yeah I'd like to open for you now I think that would be a good combo yeah I have everyone who watched Sabrina they're now mm-hmm. in their 70s and then um, all the people <laughs> or at least born in the 70s <laughs> 
Um, what's the largest amount of people you ever performed for? Largest um, amount of people? That's, yeah, that's, that's right. the largest, largest, largest number audience. of people. Uh, I think it was like 18,000 or something like that. No, more than that. Two nights in a row, though, so 36,000. I mean, you know. Wow. Are we going to just keep doing the math? That'd be very I mean, amazing. 54,000 people eventually. Yeah. But the venue could only hold 18. 72,000 so people. Yeah, right. Um, I uh, opened for Bill Cosby for 40,000 people at the Ford uh, corporate party. Ford corporate what? party had how many people? 40,000. What do they have? Every Ford dealership yep, or, or everyone. in the world? In uh-huh. Detroit. I feel like we were in Vegas. Oh, okay. It had yeah. to be Vegas. It had to yeah. be Vegas. They, they, How do you fit 40,000 like, people? What do they do? Get an arena? Yeah. We were in an Probably arena. Probably MGM in the back there. And how uh, long ago was that? Uh, 200 years ago. Wow. Maybe 100 years no, ago. No, which version of Bill was it? The, the one we didn't know everything bad. Okay. So it was still America's sweetheart, Bill? You know, um, my, my wife was his assistant for a few years. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. When he was doing uh, Kids Say the Darndest Things. Wow. And she said she doesn't believe any of it. She said, I was with him every day for two years. I don't believe one word of it. She yeah, said, you know I was what? in with him close quarters every know, single day. I but his experience with her is not that case. But well, that's why of, she doesn't believe it. There's a lot of evidence. And now you know, I think it's just like you don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe, but there's a lot of evidence that shows that it happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I, I just yeah. have to go with what she says because I didn't know. I will him. never. I mean, he was a complete. I've never seen anybody have control of an audience like that. Yeah. And somebody screamed out of the audience, you're old. And the audience. And he eviscerated that man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Some young punk saying, like, you're old. And I was like, oh. All right. What's- How is that even like? I have kids say that to me on the Internet when I pose them. Man, you got old. I'm like, you know what the opposite of getting old is, stupid? Fucking not getting old. And then you want to meet them, and I go, I'm going to make sure you don't get old, because I'm going to fucking kill you my damn self. By the way, <laughs> do you want to go to a doctor your age or a 22-year-old doctor? I don't want to go to no damn young doctor. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you're not old. Yeah, I don't want to be... It's go- not the middle age. I don't want my doctor Googling what the symptoms are. <laughs> I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my back hurts. Oh, that's weird. Mine doesn't. Yeah, because you're fucking 20. Uh, <laughs> you just got your back. <laughs> you got a brand new back. <laughs> Your back still has warranty. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Billy, you're old. Let's talk about you. <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> I was saying that there are very few middle-aged phone sex operators because they'd be like, "Hey, what, you want to come over and uh, yeah, I'll uh, get on top of." You. Well, I can't get fully on top of you because I tore my meniscus, <laughs> but <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's funny when people call me middle-aged. I go, "I can't be middle-aged anymore. I'm 51 years old." I know. What am I living to 102? Get the fuck I know, out of here. You know what? The, there's a new middle age. The middle, the, the middle age now extends into age. your 70s, I think. Yeah, 40 when is, Los is max. extends into your 80s because of you know all the stem cell creep, creepy stuff that people take. Yeah, but everybody, everybody looks like they've been in a, a plastic melting accident. Just They really do. Yeah. They've been way yeah. too close to the fire. Look at Billy. He's got a nice glow to him. And you're what, 73, Bill? <laughs> 63. 63, sorry. <laughs> Bill's. How is it that you're friends? Because you've irritated Bill insanely. Oh, I do it all the time. Party right? planner. What I, the fuck? <laughs> I know. Party planner. Bill, that was your opportunity to say what it is you do. Giant okay. massive events <laughs> created vaccines for an entire community. He's a party planner. If you're having a birthday party, I don't know the exact terminology. You're an event planner. Yes, an event producer, yes. Okay, what's your biggest event that you ever had to do? I'm very bossy, you know, I'll just ask it, let, it, let it happen, lady be you. You're in a safe space. Cool. <laughs> uh, an event with Stevie Wonder for Nelson Mandela in South Africa. 
Oh. You put that together? Win. How many people? 40,000. And one. Seven. We're going to be very price is right. 40,000 and one. Uh, 40,000 and one. Yeah. <laughs> that was, too, yeah. no. And, uh, and then, uh, I guess Stevie didn't see that, but how did you, um, how did you like that show? <laughs> it was great. It w- went well. And then, you know, with Stevie Wonder for 11 years producing House Full of Toys with him. Did you do it when I did it? So I produced it from 97 to 2008. Oh, I did so it was in 2010. Yeah, that Ricky Minor t- took over and Live Nation took over after me. Right. Yes, I did it. I hosted it. Oh, okay, yeah. Me so. and uh, Tommy Davidson hosted it in 2010. Yeah, so that was three years after I left. Where right is now. Tommy Davidson? I haven't seen him in He's years. great. He lives in uh, Orange County. Now. Orange County. I just saw him. Uh, he he's married. He just had another baby. Just wow. had, yeah. He's yeah. got five kids now. Yeah, but one, he's like 60 now, right? Almost. Tommy's 60. Yeah. Tommy's 60. And he, he just, just had a baby? He just had another baby. Don't you think it's better? I, 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 I mean, I was not 60. I was 43. But like, I, I'm much better off having been an older mother than... Well, yeah, because... You, I, you don't want to be doing you, open mics with a baby. Yeah, no. You know? I, uh, I, I had my daughter at 40 and my son at 49, so yeah. I like to double-end, bookend my life. Right. <laughs> my 40s were fucked. <laughs> How were your 40s? I don't know. I don't know what they were like. My, uh, having... No, being a comedian with a 13-year-old daughter, it's like the heckler followed me home from the comedy club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, that's not funny. Ew. Ew, stop. <laughs> you're wearing that? I'm like, you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> it's very mean. And she, and then she feels terrible because she's a Libra. Mm-hmm. Uh, When's her birthday? A, October 20th. Oh, no. oh, she's my brother's birthday. Really? Yep. Same day as my brother. Do you want to do something really weird? I keep on meeting men that are born October 8th. I've uh, literally met three men born October 8th. October one I hadn't 8th. seen in 20 years, one I hadn't seen in 25 years, and one I hadn't seen in 40 years. And they're all born October 8th, which just goes to show that when a man says, I will call you back, he means within his lifetime. Just like... October 8th, I got nobody. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. October 8th. Courtney and I are having a conversation. And they, <laughs> you guys are checking dates. And- I'm, I'm checking know. the October yeah. date. Hey, be careful. That? That's a lighter as well. That's a lighter? Yeah, don't hold it upside down. You're going to burn your pants off. No, so it looks... A, first of all, uh, why a, would you have a lighter like that? For, for my cigars. cigars. God, for your cigars and... Because uh, you can't use a regular flame. It's too weak. You need a jet. Right. Are we, what are we talking about now? For lighting a cigar. Okay. I think she's talking about the shape and the form. Oh, the phallic lighter yeah. that I have? No, it's not phallic. It looks like you would kill a man with that. Like um, uh, it looks like a brass knuckles kind of Yeah, like thing. a taser. Oh. Yeah, yeah well, if you put the flame high. Ah! Look, look. No, uh, oh, my wow. God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bless you, Coveter. Uh, it's allergies, actually. Because the weather maybe just you're allergic to giant flame throwing devices. What the hell? That is, <laughs> who gave you that? Uh, uh, Siegfried and Roy. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have that? Um, okay. What are your dreams and aspirations? What are you gonna do besides develop a sitcom? Oh, I don't know if it's a dream anymore, but I, uh, <laughs> I think just to become financially secure again and uh, and not have to worry to de- 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 depend on anything. I don't want to depend on any gigs. I don't want to rely. I want to become a, a smarter investor in life. You know what? I, I, I truly believe this. Everybody's made amazing decisions, and everybody's made terrible decisions. I've done both of those. Yeah, of yeah. course. Everybody has. Yeah. I remember selling Apple at 155 because I bought it at 50 and I was like, this is amazing. I tripled my money. Yeah. Had I just kept that, yeah. let's say I wouldn't be here right now looking at the scary later. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I there would be, I'd be having a huge, giant event planned by... 
Bill Hammond. Like. Bill Hammond. A giant A event. Bill Hammond production. And it would go very well until I called him a party planner, and then he would take that giant lighter and burn my... Burn your party down. Burn me. Eddie, what are you doing? Is it, are we that boring? You're literally like playing Candy Crush. It's heartbreaking. No, Eddie, You're looking up Bill Hammond. You're Eddie, looking Eddie, up Bill Eddie's Hammond. the fact Googler. Paulie's the phone interrupter. Hammond At some point, his phone will go off. Hammond Entertainment. Jeez. Um, what was Nelson Mandela like? He was very tall. Warm, <laughs> pleasant, calm. Can't Thank you, calm. Mr. Hammond, for coming back home. <laughs> Bringing Stevie Wonder with you. Uh. My village is happy. My whole country is happy. See <laughs> <laughs> a bonga, Mr. Hammond. See a bonga? Yeah, see a bonga means hi. Thank you in Zulu. In case you were wondering. No, no. In case you thought I was just making shit up. Uh, weren't you massive, massive, massive in South Africa? It was the first place. That was the first place that they 2001, were 2001. First, first place I was ever famous. Really? How did that happen? I mean, it's odd. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? No, no. It's odd. Hey, it why does it say no, closed? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Where did you find that? That's, that it says so closed. so funny. <laughs> Hammond and Hammond party planner. And it doesn't even have a time, like when it's going to reopen. That is closed. He just put that, that, that is not even on my building. Where is it? That's got to be 1990. Ventura Boulevard, Sherman Oaks. Sounds like you. Wow. Yeah, that actually. <laughs> I'm not going to mention the two reviews. That's That's all. not the site. You know what? There it one is. One is from Nelson and there one is from Stevie Wonder. There you go. Let me ask you something. Are you making enough time for sexy time? Are you doing the pants off dance off as much as you'd like? Is your afternoon delightful as it could be? Everybody wants a little more waka waka in their week. And Adam and Eve is here to help you get some more this year by giving you 50% off plus free shipping on your entire order. All you have to do is go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. Maybe you want some furry handcuffs. Weird, but whatever, it's your deal. Or a dildo that sticks to the wall of your shower. Seen that on videos. It's pretty, pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Or some fancy lube. I don't know what kind of fancy lube, but whatever you're into, they got it. Adam and Eve has everything under the sexual sun, so you'll find whatever freaky thing it is that you're curious about. Once you find the toy that scratches your itch, just enter offer code PETERS at checkout, and you'll get 50% off just about any item. Go to adamandeve.com, select one item, and get 50% off, including free shipping, when you enter offer code PETERS. That's P-E-T-E-R-S, PETERS, at adamandeve.com. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. right. 
Who's that in the top left? Uh, Winona Judd. Ashley Winona Judd. Winona. Don't forget, the last part of American is I can. That's what I'll always remember Winona Judd telling me. Is that what they told you? I was like, what kind of wonder word play is that? Um, so you're a Libra, so I was pointing out that sometimes in astrological signs, it's like a wonder word. All the things that you are are in your sign. Like right. Libra, air, liar, bra. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a Bar, bile. <laughs> bile. <laughs> Now that's now no now that's real. <laughs> now I believe it. What was your first baby mama's birthday? October something. She was a Libra too. Oh, terrible! Oh, yeah. Jesus! It's like oh, really? I'm I'm I'm, I'm going out to cheat on you tonight. Really? Who's going to say? But I'm cheating on you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually never cheated on her when I was married to her. Really? Enough. No. Really? She was convinced I did. I was like, I never did. I just didn't. I was like, I was married. I cheated on her once we broke up, but not once we were married. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it's not really cheating after you break up. I was like, it? no, it's called dating. But yeah. okay. And and how long were you married to her for? A solid fourteen months. Oh. So. And how long did you know her before? Uh, before I married her, knew her eight Three months. months. <laughs> eight so months. This would be when we're gonna do, write the book. This is in the poor decision. It's chapters. already. It's already in the book. <laughs> it's already in the book. A poor decision. <laughs> Uh, worst decisions have subsequently been made. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know. You know, that goes. Do you ever listen to... Um, uh, this is what I realized. I've just had all my... I had t- 286 boxes delivered from New York. Of as, as I mentioned stuff. to your mother. I have the world's largest collection of um, empty notebooks with inspirational quotes on them. Mm-hmm. Can't. And so if you see me buying one of those... You're allowed to knock it out of my hand. Yeah, just slap that yeah, shit out of my hand. And if you see me stopping in a Michael's craft store, you're allowed to knock me to the ground. Yeah. Absolutely not. If you see me... Tr- if you, what's my favorite quote? I think Zip It Eddie is up there. Um, <laughs> stop fucking Googling me. That would be my number two. And he's not a party planner. He's an event planner. Number three. Yeah. Little Aries punk A Bill punk Hammond out. party. <laughs> <laughs> How did you fall for... Um, Russell, how did you become his assistant? Oh, that's a long story. Maybe we'll put it on. <clears throat> Here's the, the abbreviated version as I knew Eddie from another comic, and then Eddie went to jail, and when Eddie got out of jail, I hired him. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Like, he couldn't get a job because he's an idiot. Well, no kidding. I don't think anybody is having their dream job here, so <laughs> I think I think ex-con is on most resumes that applied for the job. And it, because he had just gotten out of jail, I was oh, paying... I was, a felon? All yeah. right, I have the guy for you. Yeah. I was paying him in soups when he got out. <laughs> How many ramens is that this week, Eddie? Oh, my God. That's 28 cents a day, just like in prison. Yeah. Um, you poor baby, what were you in prison for? <laughs> Uh, receiving stolen goods, selling facial products. <laughs> Sorry, the second part makes Some, me laugh. Same stuff I'm using. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, but you got Bill's attention. What? <laughs> Can I tell you something? That I um, went to visit a friend of mine in prison a few years ago, a Canadian, and um, I... Dr- <laughs> It's ridiculous. First of all, I called... The Canadian in America? Yeah. I called prison many times, and I'm like, Hi, this is Caroline Ray. This is my number. This is, you know, I'll be at my sister's if you can't reach me here. Finally, I get this guy calls me, and he's like, Do you know that you're not allowed to call a prison? I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And, and I, got, I just, I want to visit my friend. I don't know how to do it. And he goes, All right, this is what you do. First of all, send us every document and proof of citizenship so you'll never feel comfortable ever again. Sent all that, and then they said, he said... Um, and another thing, don't wear a white button-down shirt and khakis. 
And I said, I won't because I don't work at Home Depot. And uh, this guy had no sense of humor at all. Yeah. And he said, and he I, got said all I go, at Home Depot. I go, why is that? And he said, because that's what the prisoners wear. And we don't want you to be confused with the prisoner. And I go, well, that's quite hurtful because it's an all male prison. But thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> I, um, I arrive at the prison and it's like literally like, what do you, what are the, you know, like at the tumbleweed? Like, you know, it's like, what, where were you in prison? Here in downtown, Men's Central Jail. Okay. Different prison. And um, so I'm like driving up and I get there. I swear to God, I've never been more recognized in my entire life. In order to work at that prison, you have to watch every episode of Sabrina, everything I've ever done on television. Literally, I looked up, I heard like, (gasps) I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And um, I'm like, oh, they also told me that I could not wear yoga pants or any tight clothes. And I was like, okay. So no. You don't want to be a temptress. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, all right. So I get there and the guy looks at me and he like lower, he he literally goes down it like lowers his head and he goes uh I know who you are and I'm like that's discomforting and disheartening and I said okay I and like everyone was like you know I'm like do you like and they're like we're not allowed to take pictures I'm like understandably so he then says uh can you turn around please I'm like okay and he goes uh great you're all signed up to see your friend but um your pants are too tight, so you're going to have to... There's a Kmart about 16 miles away. You're going to have to get some different pants. And I go, um, these are actually... He goes, they're yoga pants, right? And I go, no. No, no, no. They have zippers on them. <laughs> For some reason, I was wearing pants. They were like Chico's and with like zippers on the ankle. And the guy goes... Uh, and I go, I really don't want to drive 16 miles. These are not yoga pants. And I swear to God, this is true. He goes... I'll see if I can help you out. And I'm like, I don't want to owe you a favor. I don't want to owe you a favor. (laughs) He calls, and I guess whatever, the warden goes, "Uh, listen, I have someone coming in to visit a prisoner or whatever. And they say the number, Mm -hmm. which is horrifying. And he goes, "Uh, yeah, the thing is, her her pants are uh, uh, too tight. And I'm like, oh, God, this is humiliating. And And then I hear him go like this, extremely tight. I'm like, God. Oh. So then I lose my mind and I lean forward and I say to the guy, um, I just want to tell you something. <laughs> These pants are not tight. I've been on a gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free diet for 14 weeks. And yesterday I ate about 75 C's candy, Russell Stover, chocolate marshmallow Santas. And this is inflammation. And I'm just puffy. I'm literally telling him this. And I'm like, it's just puffiness, okay? They're not tight. It's inflammation. So any pants you make me go and buy at Kmart, they're going to be like this because I'm just puffy and I'm swollen from the salt. He looks at me and he's like, okay. So then he, this is the most humiliating. He goes like this. He goes, listen, her pants are too tight, but I'm going to... I'm going to say 100%. They are in no way provocative. <laughs> wow. <laughs> male prison? Nothing? Zero? Nobody in, like, isolation looks out? They're all going to go, oh, no, she's obviously had too much salt. No. no Look she, at this she, puffy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, puff daddy. Puff mommy's here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. <laughs> It's funny because Eddie was a big hit in prison. Um, (laughs) They used to call him uh, Shit Knuckles McGillicuddy. Oh, Um, Jesus. (laughs) 
But you weren't puffy, and that's what counts. <laughs> how, how long were you in prison for? Three, three and a half months. Oh, all right, good. I thought, this poor guy was in it for four years. I don't know how. I think it's the worst system possible. It's a terrible, well, terrible... Pri- private prisons are disgusting. Yeah, but now they're not Horrible. arresting anybody. What? Yeah. Now they've just gone the opposite way. They're not arresting anybody. Well, you anybody. get arrested, you get released right away. So yeah. they book you. Right. It's a law. Even if you kill somebody, it's almost like you can still possibly get out. Yeah. It's very odd now. <laughs> I think so bad that one of the jails in downtown got shut down because of corruption and just was mismanaged. And- wow. No. <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah. So wait, so you get out of prison and you think, I have a new lease on life. I'm going to work for Russell Peters. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to do. But how did you find each other? Well, he, he literally, what, you get out on a Thursday? Yeah, and then that weekend you were... He got out on a Thursday and came and saw me on the Saturday <laughs> and at uh, the Ontario Improv. I was like, hey, what the fuck? He goes, yeah, I just got out of jail. I go, oh, shit, okay. And then I, after the show, I go, want to go to Vegas? So we drove to my house in Vegas because I, <laughs> I still hadn't really gotten used to the distances in L.A. Oh, my God. So was I was like, like, Ontario, it's like not far from Vegas, right? It's like oh an boy. hour and a half, isn't it? Oh. And then so I drove, we drove to Vegas, went, uh, got to the house, went to sleep, and then woke up. I was like, shit, we better get back. Got to get to Ontario. We literally woke up and went back to Ontario. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you still have a house in Vegas? Yeah, I was just there. I came in last uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Are you a big gambler? No, no. I used to be. If she looked clean, I wouldn't wear one. But I, uh, <laughs> If what? If she looked clean, I wouldn't wear one. No, <laughs> no I, I don't like gambling that much. It's, I, uh, like, it's like you... This friend of mine has many children. And <laughs> like he had children with different women. <laughs> you just look at him and I'm like... You've never bought a condom in your life. <laughs> I bought and your them. Your pullout game is very weak. <laughs> no, I only have two kids, two mom, baby moms, and a lot of sex under my belt. So I think I did pretty good. I mean, how did you quit gambling? I never. I was never a gambler. Mm. I was never a gambler. Oh, you're joking. Yeah, you were just a gambler I, with the babies. Yeah, I was never. I'm not. An, I don't have an addictive personality. You don't? No. But you're no. I, really? No, not really. I can't help myself on the vibe. Bill Hammond. But there's a type. There was a type. Yes. There was a type. I got over the type. Yeah. And big uh, boobs. Uh, behind. Big ass, big, big boobs. Ass, big boobs. Dark, Dark hair. hair. <laughs> Is this going to end in a, the word Kardashian? <laughs> I mean, there was a very Kardashian esqueness about them. Yeah. Did, I you, mean, did you ever Dark get hair. a Kardashian? No, I did not. One of my friends had a kid with one, though. Yeah. Literally, the way you just said that, it was like, could you dehumanize people more? Now my friend, had, my, my friend had a kid with one. Like they went on a ride at Disney. Well, basically. Oh my god, did you go on the Kardashian kid ride? Yeah. Now that kid has a baby and a mother. And yeah. Okay. This who, is, who's this your is, friend? This is four different ex-girlfriends. Okay? Oh my god, are we gonna? This is gonna be like I'm looking at the same thing. Let yeah, me see. Yeah. Okay, the fact that they're in this format. No, I made that on oh purpose. Oh my god, I was like, good lord. <laughs> Everybody goes on these websites. I'm like, this is the same girl. Yeah, this is a joke. No, no, it's the same. It's well, four different. actually did that. It might not be the same girl, but it's definitely the same surgeon. There's <laughs> four different, four different women. Four. Their cleavage is so big, they look like they have clefts in their chins. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, they're all the same woman. God, that's such a creepy type. And that's why I'm, I, I got out of it. This is the creepiest picture of you ever. This is like, hello, look of a black brodin. When I, when I went to visit my friend at the prison, I was yeah. like circling because they were like moving the prisoners. 
And I looked obviously panicked and this woman came over and she goes, don't worry, darling, you get used to it. You're, he's still your man no matter what. And I'm like, uh, he's my friend's brother. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously you were obsessed with Demi Moore. I don't, I don't know. I just it It's was, the creepy ass lascivious look on your face. It's all of them. It's true. I do have a very creepy look. But Together, these girls are... One person. 45. That's what I was going to say. Between <laughs> the four of them. <laughs> maybe true. 45. Grouped up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, I've, I got an... Uh, you know. What were all of their birthdays? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. February. Uh, so September, February, uh, July, and July. Wow. <laughs> and the mamas are July and July? July and October. I'm okay. sorry to ask this, not to diminish their value, because they're probably lovely girls, but um, do they all have boob jobs? Uh, three out of them. Three of them did. Three out of the four boobs? Three out of- <laughs> One Three out of four on. boobs chose Crest. Uh, <laughs> How many did you take care of? Uh, only one of them. Only one. Only one breast. You gave. You paid for one boob job. One yeah, boob. One boob That's job. It. I said, I'll pay for one you, now. You get one. I get one. <laughs> but I take mine when I leave. You paid for her boob job. One of them. Yeah. What is that about? I don't know. Why Can I see it that? was like a long time ago. <laughs> you want to okay, see I that have too, a Billy? About that. I just want to see the four pack because I've seen a two pack before. Okay, those are the most Virgo glasses ever. And I can tell all the way over here how good you smell. And I can't smell you right now, but I can tell you smell good. <laughs> there you go, Billy. Thank you. Yeah. Do I swipe? No. Oh. Oh, my God. That's the funniest. <laughs> no. Do I swipe? Did you hear him say yes. no? Like, first of all, as if any of them are available. All four are available right now. Uh, probably. A lot of people go on the websites. I, um, I... The dating set I went on is um, TaskRabbit, and I'm very excited. I haven't asked. Well, I've heard of that. Know. Courtney's the only one who That's a dating one, TaskRabbit? Four fucking men staring at me. Just Courtney laughing. TaskRabbit, I've Eddie, heard of Eddie, get off your phone. I feel like I'm with my child. Eddie, get off your phone. Eddie, uh, your daughter's playing Roblox right now. Of course she is. Mine is. That's why I bought the stock, to have it go from 84 to 139 to 84. That's why I like to buy a stock. Usually I like to buy a stock at two, have it go to 1,000, and sell it at one. I enjoy the ride. <laughs> I, I have to start doing that because I don't know how to do that stuff. You know, it's really stupid that they don't teach us any of this in school. Yeah, they, they don't teach you that. They teach, they don't you, teach you the ridiculous. Things you need. It's like you grew up in. And I spoke, I studied Latin for five years. So I well, I grew up in Toronto and I studied French for nine years. I don't speak fucking French. Right. And when you go to Montreal, I've never wanted to go, Oue la bibliothèque. I've never wanted to go to Montreal for a fucking life. Yeah, see? I'm looking for a few knickknacks for my living room, you know? <laughs> I never had to say that ever except once at a flea market in Italy, and I've never been happier in my entire life. <laughs> and then they answered, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I have no idea what the other, that, that's the only sentence I knew. Did you learn Greek from uh, your From Kostaki? Yeah. Yes, my daughter's name is Ava Ray Economopoulos. I've already explained oh, to her that the Economopoulos is silent! Good night, everybody. <laughs> I, um, it's just a Greek word, which means difficult to get along with. <laughs> Where's Ange, speaking of sweet Greeks? And he's on his way here, actually. Mm-hmm. Mr. Montreal. His daughter and my daughter are very, very close. They so, are? So they're actually, just text me, I'll be here in 10 minutes. I can't believe your little daughter doesn't watch that, I mean, the show that I was, she should watch Sabrina. <laughs> She on should. Amazon my Prime daughter, for free. My daughter just plays Roblox and then we'll look at weird things on YouTube. That's about it. You know what? The worst is when they get into the unwrapping. She already passed that phase. She passed the uh, no, no, unwrapping. No, I couldn't phase. I couldn't literally I didn't stop understand watching. that at all. No, no, I got completely addicted. I'm like, no, no, we're going to watch another story being opened. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't I it made no sense to me the unwrapping videos. 
Well, what do you watch? You watch unwrapping videos and no. just unwrapping clothes. That's no, no, no. All. I, I watch... It's the same thing. What do you watch? <gasps> Let's watch the Scar Channel? What no, do you watch? No, <laughs> I, I watch... You're going to... You're not going to believe me. I watch like... Um, Lots of like astrophysics stuff, lots of stuff on the James Webb Explorer that just got launched, and, and the Hubble imagery. And stuff. I I really don't believe any of this. All that's all I look at. So and Pawn Stars. Um, oh my god! I watch Pawn Stars clips. Pawn all Stars day. is, is quite addictive. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that's pretty funny. And I get mad when they don't buy it. I'm like, ah, fuck! I was so close. I feel like invested. Like I'm the one bringing the, like the, I'm the one that brought the product yeah. in. Or I when feel they, like I could be on Storage Wars. <laughs> Storage wards I used That's to watch a, a lot one. too. I had a storage unit um, uh, sold off because my American Express card was stolen, and it was an automatic payment, and so it didn't pay. And of course, by the time I caught on that it was stolen, and you know, and they sold everything off, I was like, "Is there any way they could sell off the others?" <laughs> yeah. I got all I my even, stuff in oh. Canada in the storage there, so I got to make sure my brother checks on that well, too. Don't we they give you at least thirty days or sixty? No, days it or? was really like a bad. I mean, I ugh, yeah. honestly, wow. I know. And I was very upset because I was in Worst Dressed in People magazine in 1990-something, and um, I had all the clothes. I was very upset to have lost them. <laughs> yeah, you could have NFT'd them. Now. Exactly. <laughs> Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, explain to me in one sentence what an NFT is. It is, uh, so basically... Let's let's let me do it in this terms. First of all, I have you're losing all credibility that you were Wait, want listening have, about astrophysics. No. You started with basically anyway. Uh, <laughs> it is I, I have to think about uh, how to word uh, this properly because I'm I'm doing it in terms that a comic can understand. 
So I buy um, it. You know what? But up, up. Uh, no, because I'm a comic. I'm saying it for oh. my my oh, purposes. Okay. All right. Please don't feel you need to dumb it down for. No, no. Bill. I need to dumb it down for me. I'm not worried about you. <laughs> you know how to you know how to buy stocks. I don't even know how to fucking do that. Eddie, <laughs> by the way, owns more Bitcoin probably than any of us. A- so. Eddie knows how to I buy do. stocks, yeah. and he hasn't even fucking told me how. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, basically, I buy a ticket to your show, right? Please. For a hundred dollars, I buy a ticket. I now okay, want a ticket to the Caroline Ray show. Yeah, and it's okay. We're and, and now I've seen the show. It's also a, a time machine that right. anyone's paying a hundred dollars to see me. But no, okay, saying, all right, great. Using the NFT world now, okay. right? I buy I spent spent a hundred dollars on this ticket to buy the, a ticket to the uh, to the Caroline Ray show. Yeah. The show's over now. I still have this ticket. I could sell this ticket, and and somebody else can see the same show right now. But I'm not going to sell it for hundred dollars. I'm going to sell it for one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars, so that way I get my money back, and then somebody else could see the same show, and you will get ninety percent of the hundred that I spent. So you get ninety bucks, and I sell it to him for two hundred bucks. You're going to get twenty bucks because you're getting ten percent in perpetuity of whatever is left on that per- first purchase ticket. So if it sells for two hundred next time, you're going to get mm-hmm. twenty bucks. If it sells for four hundred, you, you know, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So you're forever getting money from this NFT. Right. As long as they sell more than two tickets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. You become sort of like part of a club. It's like a group and uh, they all have it and then there'd be more things added to it. We just all right. Call on that. Yeah. All right. I, I think you're really lovely. Uh, that was a terrible, terrible explanation. Listen, I don't claim to be the guy that knows it all. No. And nor uh, should you. <laughs> no. I, I watch all the James Webb stuff. I couldn't really tell you what Who's it's going James to be. Webb? He was a, uh, a guy that initially had designed a telescope that could look deep and then they made this really <laughs> really big telescope the hubble bigger than the hubble wow so the hubble could is a deep that's field that's not what hubble said hubble was a deep field imager and then deep field imager is hubble okay and and james webb can go further it can go mm. past what hubble can do he's the viagra of telescopes it's true it's true and uh, and he it gets stiff out there yeah. Um, uh, so if it's if that if the if the James Webb is stiff for longer than four hours, it needs to call <laughs> back to doctor. call another planet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and why? How did you get interested in this? I just I'm always so. Uh, if you weren't a comedian, which you are so clearly so funny, what would you be? I honestly, I would honestly probably be working in the mall. Oh, I, and look at me! I said astrophysicist. No, no, not even close. I would. I didn't go to college. Nothing. I was never a good student. I uh, I'm a more how, life learner. How me. old were you when you started doing stand up? Nineteen. I just turned nineteen. And where'd you start? Toronto. Yuck yucks. Young and, and Eglinton. And how quick was it? Your it meteoric no, meteor not no. meteoric. What's that? Yeah, meteoric. I got uh, I moved to LA on my seventeenth year of doing stand up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's okay. I've done one C D. I did it after my um twentieth year. Mm-hmm. And that's all I ever did was one CD. There Wait, are kids. When that did are you like, start? Eighty nine as well. Yeah. Same as me. So we're both thirty three years in the game. Yep. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> but you didn't start in Montreal. No, because I knew that. Well, it was ridiculous. First of all, Bruce Hills took my apartment when I moved. Hilarious. Yeah, and he and he was not looking at me like I was a comedian. He was looking at me like I was his friend. Right. And he moved in with Elizabeth, and then they called me by the way on New Year's Eve, right at midnight on Montreal time. Bruce. Bruce, Elizabeth, and the kids. Mikey Aww. and uh, the daughter. Lizzie. Lizzie. Wait. Is it little Lizzie? I don't know. No. Well, it was so Mikey. Adorable. And, I, I, and Mikey, horrible that I... I yes. Sorry, Bruce. Um, 
he is such a good man in ways that nobody will ever understand. Like he, yeah, he really. When my mom was dying, he was so there for me. And when my daughter's other godmother, uh, Terry Dieb, he, she, my mother and my best friend died of this. <laughs> Of breast cancer the same year. That sucks. It was mm. horrendous. And he and they took, were in Montreal, both of them? Yeah. And he took such good care of Terry. And he couldn't... Um, there used to be the Lance Armstrong ride. Mm-hmm. And he did the ride for Terry. Like oh, wow. the 100 kilometers. He's a very good human he's being. A good, he's a good and man. And so is Lizzie. She's a very good human being. But it's, you know, it's... You know, but, it's but I couldn't... But he would never have helped me as a stand-up, honestly, at the beginning. Well, yeah. I mean, no. he didn't <laughs> no help way. me either at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They were very weird. To, well, for me, I mean, for Canadians, they were really they were really in the nineties. It was yeah. not a fun place to no, be. No, they were not supportive. The first Just for Laughs I did was in ninety six, and I, I was seven years in, and I was so excited to be doing it because you know that's when you thought you can get a development deal and yeah. change your life. That was the year that fucking Kevin James got his deal. Wow! And that kid Chicken won a million, got a million dollar deal. Remember that? Remember those million dollar deals? I million dollar deals, I and I was like, "This is this is going to be the year, guys. I'm going to change my life." Sue Costello got a million dollar deal. I don't even know who that is, but okay. Well, she was a funny girl. So were these Canadian promoters, or did they own the comedy no, no, stores? Just, they, no, yes, they just they, they loved they, Americans more okay. than Canadians. I felt. Yeah, that well, was hard, and they would put you on like the Montreal show or the local show. And- yeah, that's when I got put on. So when I got on the first year, I had to fly myself to Montreal, put myself yeah. up, and then I was doing that show, Comedy Tonight in Canada, and oh, right. I, w- I was the only non-white on the show, and I was on first both nights, and I was like, motherfuckers, just stack it against me. And Mike McDonald was hosting it. Oh, and uh, Michael McDonald or Mike? No, Mike McDonald, local- Canadian guy. Mike McDonald was a very beloved Canadian comedian who really was okay. like pioneer for the Canadian comics. Yeah, he was he the was, first guy to like destroy a room. Yeah, he was, and he was hilarious. He just, he had a hard, he... He made a lot of enemies in his time, too. Yeah, why? And not with me, but he, you know, he would always start fights with guys on the road. So yeah. not on stage, but off stage? Off stage, yeah. Okay. But he was very, very funny. And then he had You know a lot who of, my Canadian hero was? Larry Horowitz. I don't know him. From Toronto? You don't know Larry Horowitz? No. You must have seen him. You had to have. He was. There are so many funny Canadian comedians, though. I do. Like, I've hosted a bunch of the festivals, and they. It, it, I'm amazed how funny they are. Not amazed. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're just hilarious. Yeah, there's some real good ones out there. Mike McDonald. Yeah. That's him, huh? Yeah. I remember I dropped him home from the airport one time died. years ago when he was living in Glendale. Just, he was so nice to me. That's the thing is, you know, I would hear all these stories about, oh, Mike's here, he's drunk, he's gonna fight, he wants to fight people. I'm like, I never had a problem with Mike ever. Never. I loved him. Yeah, not not one not one problem. Well, he was also sober. Eventually, was he not? Yeah, I'm sure he was. But he was he was always soft nice stage. To me. He'd have he a was from Ottawa, too, right? but he really killed. I mean, okay. he could really. He had great jokes. Larry Horowitz was so funny. Where is he alive? Why are you saying? I, I I don't know if he's. I'm sure he's alive. Hopefully he's alive. I mean, well, what about Norm? I had to open for Norm in like 1989. Horowitz, Eddie, not Orvitz. Um, Norm McDonald dying. That was a real heartache. Yeah, that one sucked because yeah. Norm one. was really a genius. Really a genius. Yeah. Do you remember him? No. I oh. A little. T- no, I don't remember him. I mean, I remember his face, but that's it. Man, he was funny. So Larry Horowitz on a stage in Montreal. No, Toronto we were. Or Toronto. And a Larry Horowitz here at the Comedy Store, would he get the same laughs? Or oh, yeah, he would have fucking killed. His act was incredible. 
Really? Really. He knew how to make his... I, I Listen, I... He could adapt. The, the joke with him, with all the comics in him, was that he'd been doing the same set for so many right. years... But no matter how many times I saw him do the same set, he always made it look like he just thought of it. That's that's the genius. Yeah, and you know he had a joke about cars and the names they they named cars after animals. He said, "But they're starting to run out of animals now." You know, I'm pretty sure next year we're going to hear about the. I remember back then it would be like the 1994 Ford Pig, and you, <laughs> and you push the horn and goes, you know, and then and then the joke was. I would see him like in 99, the 1999 Ford Pig. And then I'd see somebody, I go, they go, who'd you work with this week? And oh, I worked with Horowitz. And I go, and there, there'd be an older company go, I remember when it was a 73 Ford Pig. <laughs> That's funny. And he goes, you know, that those scratch tickets, you always see the people in the commercials for the scratch tickets, they scratch it. Whoopee, I won. He goes, you never see the real one where it's just a guy yeah, covered yeah. in that, that shit from the ticket going, fuck. <laughs> So did a Horowitz ever get out of Canada and yeah, he come did, to um, tour of the States? He did the Joan Rivers uh, late night show, okay. but that's when Mark Bredesen was booking it. <laughs> oh, God. So, I mean, he, he really could have been something, I think. But, you know, it's, everybody has a different yeah. uh, desire in this game. What, does it still make you happy doing stand-up? When I'm doing stand-up, yes. When you're actually, you know, it was Mike McDonald that used to say, they don't pay us to do stand-up. They pay us to leave our house and our families and travel. That's what we're getting paid for. Yeah, the minute we're on stage, fair. we're like, this is the best thing ever. Yep, but agree. getting there sucked. Yeah, it's like uh, when you get a hooker, you're not paying her, you're paying her to leave. That's exactly what yeah. I always say. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly Thank my philosophy. Thank you for acknowledging yeah. that there's a woman present. The whole Me Too business not happening at all, but That's as well, long well, as you're okay well, with it. Welcome to Culturally good. Canceled. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Courtney and I will just look at each other like, seriously? I'm going to distract them, Courtney, you, and you run. Court, Courtney, I have a car. I'm going to be okay. Courtney's been here for every episode. Eddie is, Eddie's a felon. I understand why he can't go anywhere. Courtney, unless you shot a man and he picked you up in the audience. I don't get it. Courtney's a comic, too, by the way. You are. So you're, are you learning a lot, Courtney? For, for yeah, what not to do. Exactly. Ex-nay on that. Do not do the following things. And mostly don't offer cigars. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you like the podcast, please be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so more people can find out about it. And if you didn't like it, go fuck yourself. And follow us on Instagram at Culturally Cancelled and Culturally RP on Twitter. We're also on YouTube if you want to see what the backyard kind of looks like. You don't really see what the backyard looks like. You just see where my smoking section looks like. And you could probably sneak a peek in the house, you weirdo. Also, we have a phone line now, so call and leave a message. You can ask me about whatever you want to ask me about. Hip-hop, parenting, food, boxing, MMA, relationships, comedy, sex. I don't give a shit. Ask me whatever you want, and I'll do my best to answer your question. If you want to leave a message, the phone number is 424-666-1983. That's 424-666-1983. Until next week, I'm Russell Peters. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.